Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. What's up, guys? Uh, Brian Jackson here. I'll let these, uh, these guys introduce themselves. Hey, what's up? Chris Hughesby here, co-host with Brian on the 4th Down Experience podcast. Excited to have you guys here. We're trying something different where we're, we are live streaming with an NFL specialist, and we're breaking down their favorite kicks of their career and getting a, kind of an inside-the-mind look on what they were thinking during these plays. So today we got Cairo Santos on. Welcome to the fourth down experience podcast live stream thanks guys it's a pleasure to talk to you guys live and uh, we, we spoke on the, on the phone a few times uh so it's an honor i'm a big fan of uh, you guys' page you've been following uh coach brian since college so we've been exchanging words ever since and it's, so it's a pleasure and hopefully get to break down some kicks here yeah Kyra, before we get into the the kicks here like you know, what's going on with you these days? Where are you at? Um, what's what's the, the next chapter for you? Are you still kicking, et cetera? Yeah, so I'm in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, where uh, it's been my home for the past three years. And I went to high school down the road in St. Augustine. Uh, so just, you know, like a free agent, my first year uh, not starting a, the NFL season with the team. So it was just a different uh, kind of gear that, that you had to run. Uh, you know, typically we'll be, I mean, Aside from this uh, pandemic that we're in, uh, you would be starting OTAs right about now and kind of getting workouts with the new teammates. So uh, just being as a free agent, you know, getting ready for a workout here that can pop up anytime, just kind of have to stay ready uh, mentally and, and physically. Uh, doing the sort of the the more of a off-season routine that I normally do in the summer when we get a, a month off from uh, OTAs going into training camp. Uh, it's sort of an off season, but not really because you have a month and a half off, but you're going into uh, such an important time, which is training camp. And I'm kind of taking this as like now and just staying ready because a workout could come anytime. Uh, so, yeah, so definitely want to get back into it. Um, just strange to, to be in this side of it, but looking forward to uh, the process. I'm just curious, um, you know, since NFL teams really can't meet in person and you're trying to prepare for potential tryout or do you, do you try to create film like uncut film, send it to your agent and he sends it out? Like how do you sort of showcase your showcase yourself in the off season or is there a way to do it? Yeah, that's, um, that's sort of a territory that I haven't been in uh, that we haven't uh, really needed uh, a, a few times in my career when I was released by a team and, and kind of wanted a, a team was calling to see how I was um, physically because of the injuries that I've had we sent film and to you know of my latest workout with the date and, and uncut film and and they could see okay like he's in the ball good let's get him in, in the facility and, and see it in person so that's happened before uh, but now I'm, I'm not really putting a film together uh, yet but uh that could be part of the process, you know, with especially like you said, we can't 
uh, going to work out uh, NFL facilities right now. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely, I think, a time that all the free agents are, are just on pause, just waiting to see when this thing can get back to normal. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, let's, let's lead right into the kicks here. Um, so, Kyra, before we play it, maybe just kind of talk about this game. If there was any stakes in the line or if it was just a generic game or a rivalry game, uh, what's so special about this particular game that you picked? Yeah, so I think this is my uh, my number one favorite kick in the NFL. It's an iconic kick, you know, for the Chiefs fans. I'm sure they, they remember that. Uh, I believe it was a Sunday night. Um, it was either uh, – I guess if you had, it was a NBC. It would have been Sunday. Um, but it was uh, obviously a divisional – uh, division game against the Broncos at their place and the game went into overtime and this is the the game winner here you see the time the, the clock is at five seconds it's uh, it stopped at five seconds so it's not winding down um, but it potentially it's the last play of the game and I remember how it started uh, McManus and I traded um, a couple kicks you know he made one so I had a, a 38 yarder to tie the game uh, that probably felt more pressure than this one because if you missed that one, the game's over. And I knew that one, you know, Worcester could do is tie, uh, which is kind of weird for everyone. But uh, that one I thought was more pressure. And, and then they got the ball. McManus tried like a 63-yarder uh, that went just left. And so we got the ball in good position. I think completed a pass to, to Kelsey uh, right, right in the middle and drove down and, and set up for that 34-yarder. And so I knew, obviously, that I could have a chance to win the game here. Uh, so I left hash. Um, the wind is kind of going. Uh, it's helping a little bit, but such a short kick, I guess it doesn't really um, matter all that much. But it's going to the right. Uh, so I played it a little bit uh, left, probably just left center. And I think with the adrenaline and being – at mile high, the ball kind of, you know, gets gets through quicker uh, and sort of to the go post quicker. I pulled it a tiny bit in the, I guess, coach, if you want to play it out, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, but it's pretty special. All right. We, sh we should be able to hear the audio on this too. So, interesting. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy that – hit the left upright and uh and he went all the way across just inside the right one and um I was actually from my perspective I was able to see that he went in kind of the ball passing behind the post and but I couldn't see the referee's reaction so it's kind of um it's a it's a pause for everyone and uh, I actually have a a great picture um that I have right here uh oh, behind me that's that it. It's uh, I guess I can't really zoom out. Oh, that's the play right there, huh? Yeah. That's so it. I see that the kick went in and kind of celebrate, but <laughs> the whole kind of because he's he's even lower than I am. Uh, he yeah. couldn't really see the referee, so he thought I missed it. Uh, that <laughs> that is that is like awesome. That that oh, look at this just ricochet. I mean, yeah. doink. it shows. It does show the angle you're talking about. And then there's the referee right there with his with his hands up. Uh huh. 
right here. But uh, so Colquitt, obviously, from his angle, he's on the ground. He can't see the refs, so that's interesting. Yeah, uh, she, and half half of our line thought I mi- missed it too. So they'd turn around, went like that, and then hear the crowd or whatever they saw, you know, celebrating, and then yeah, turn and see the referees like that. So it was, uh, so it was this mad. is this is your opposition. Here's your teammate. This guy, it looks like he actually thought you. Looks like he probably thought you missed. No, he thought you missed it. Yeah, yeah I thought he, I missed it. So yeah, Demetrius Harris, the tight end, that he, I he, think at that time he thought I missed it too. So Cairo, at uh, at what point in the season was this game? And like, were there any? Was there anything on the line? Obviously, you need a win. Wins are valuable in the NFL. But what, at what point in the season was this game? So I remember it was late because it was it was chilly. Um, if I probably was, you know what? I remember actually because uh, it was early November. Because okay. then the following week, um, I had a another game winner that was like right after my birthday. My birthday is November 12th. So I, it must have been first week of November. And so not really, it's still not really the playoff push yet, but anytime you're playing division, division opponent, you want to rack up those, those wins. So, as, okay. So as you're lining up for this kick, like what's going in your head? Like, do you got a, like a thought process, like some little verbal cues you tell yourself or like, what do you think about, when you think about like, oh, this is a game winner. I just kind of stick to my routine, like the same routine that you're seeing us do here on the field. Like if you coach, you can rewind back a little bit. You know, I, I pick my spot, Winchester, the snapper, he, he kind of waits for me to start taking my steps over. Um, Cause I sort of take my time back there. He doesn't want to be, you know, as, as you guys know, just with your heads low uh, uh, for, for that long a period so I kind of stick with that routine right there um and that just puts me in that that mindset that it just feels like practice since I do this over and over again um every uh, every rep even when I'm out there by myself on the field it's I follow the same routine and it just kind of clicks right into um like a mindset that you just so focus and you know exactly what to do so just go through that and, and at that point just give a nod to, to the holder and he goes for the, the cadence. And uh, so we just kind of do it so many times that it feels, it definitely feels fast out there. Like something I've always, if it's such a rush that, that the moment you get called you know, for a field goal, you run onto the field and you, you go through your team, kick the ball. Um, it always feels like a blur, you know, it just, but you, you remember every second of the process during it, but after it's just like, well, wow, that was a rush. Uh, so it's, it's it's such a special thing to, to go through. Do you hear the crowd when you're in this moment? Or do you hear like the defense yelling at you, trying to get in your head? I just hear a noise. Like you don't really, it's like, it, it, it's so constant that I think it'd be worse if like people in your year saying different things and kind of taking your attention different uh different directions but when it's just like a crowd like that gets higher and higher and that's a pretty loud stadium I think um I've gotten used to it over the years that you just don't really doesn't bother you anymore uh you hear the crowd but you don't really pay attention to it right 
Um, what just was curious because uh, we talk about ball tilt and ball lean, and we've heard heard a lot of great things with all you guys at the NFL level and even other various leagues. But um, you know, it looks like a pretty solid you know tilt to the right towards the holder here. Um, have, have you noticed the ball tilt like in pictures and videos, or have you always been kind of like, hey, give me a, give me a nice little tilt towards you, or or is this just the angle that we're located at? I think um, let's can we go back to when he catches it to sure. see if you have to. I guess you can't see him a whole lot, okay. but uh, yeah, I normally like a little tilt. That's probably a little more than I like. Maybe it's just the angle. Maybe um, the angle. I, yeah, I do like it forward quite a bit. That's just my thing. Um, so maybe the angle that it looks like it's probably a little more up and up and upright. Well, that's what I like it, just slight tilt, um, but forward for sure. So maybe the forward gives that, that, that seems like it's more tilted. Nice. Uh, well, this, this is a pretty fun kick. Let's move on to the next one here. All right, so let's go on to the, the second clip here. And maybe tell us a little bit. Um, all right, Cairo, kind of set us up for this game. Uh, where is it located at? Uh, was again, you know, was there a lot on the line or was it, what was the importance and significance of this particular game? So for me, it was more of a personal significance. Um, I remember this was my rookie year, my first game winner in the NFL. Um, and I started my, my first two games, uh, shaky, you know, I made a kick and missed a kick, made a kick and missed a kick. So it was still so early in my career that I think I, I needed something to spark that, you know, that, oh, like, he is the, the Chiefs kicker. Because um, I still think I, I had a lot to prove, especially uh, replacing a, a guy that did so well for the franchise and, and Ryan Suckup. Uh, so I think a lot of eyes were on me, you know, okay, like, what can this kid do? And I didn't start uh, my best. And then kind of slowly picked up uh, a couple good kicks here and there. So I think this might have been like game six uh, of the year or something. And it was a 48-yarder against, I think we were tied. Um, so against the Chargers back in when they were in San Diego. And there's still probably 20 seconds on the clock. Or I don't think we can see it. Um, but it, was, it wasn't the last play of the game, but it was just about. And... Right hash, which is where I always liked, you know, if we had the chance to drive down and, and pick a hash, I always told my coaches, right. So they did that for me there um, and just turned out to be sort of a, a, a long kick there. And I remember we actually, they call the timeout, try to freeze me. And it, it's kind of a little um, nugget in there in this kick that a lot of kickers like to, to try and even coaches, they ask you to, to if you've got a chance to hit that ball, um, hit it just to, you know, use it as a practice, especially that it was, the window's pretty heavy in, in my face and going to the left. So I try to favor more near the right upright and just hit the cleanest is, you know, try to cut the ball to sort of stay straight as I can. Um, but how it all turned out, it was, a, I think the ref blew the whistle pretty early and then, James snapped the ball and I decided not to kick because I felt it was like it would have been so blatant, you know, that we're trying to get a practice kick in. Sometimes it's like you want to get those in right at the whistle or something. And so I didn't kick and then coach 
remember Coach Tobe was like, yeah, come on, like kick it, like use that as a practice. And I remember I just felt so confident. It was like, you know, like the mindset that I went into that kick, I didn't want to see it another kick. It was just like, I know exactly what I need to do. And I probably caught a little bit more on my toe than I wanted. So it kind of started brightening, but the wind kind of helped it back in. And it went in exactly where I wanted it to go in at, in that, that right center. So the kick that, that helped me kind of, uh, it propelled my, my rookie season and I finished having a good year and, and kind of became the, the Chiefs kicker that, after that kick. Nice. So uh, obviously a big kick to kind of just prove yourself as a, you know, as a young guy and, and 48 yards, still no, no gimme. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as Colquitt said here, or, or even not Colquitt, but uh, the, the, the gentleman that did this video on you, and actually Colquitt did say um, mm-hmm. that you tend to draw a little bit right to left action. Um, mm-hmm. So let's, let's, let's run it through. Nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah. what was so what was the Portuguese uh, comment there? So I understand. I know Chris probably knows it, but I I want to I want to learn it. Yeah. So um, I think a, a, a few weeks after I made the team, and then uh, uh, Mitch Holt was the announcer uh, for the Chiefs, uh, who has an awesome voice. He he really likes to know um, every single player's in the past and in history. Uh, to kind of add things when, when he's announcing and commentating the game. So he wanted to – he told me, he's like, hey, your first game winner, I'm going to say the kick is good. How do you say the kick is good in Portuguese? So I told him, o chute é bom. So it's <laughs> yeah. literal, the kick is good. Um, and then it kind of came – it's funny because I got on Twitter after uh, the game and, and, and uh, people were saying, like, the announcer just say – did he just say something in a different language? Because I don't know what he, what he was trying to say. And then people in Brazil were like freaking out that he said something that sounded like the kick is good in Portuguese. Yeah, um, let's hear it again. Yeah. That's awesome that they – that's awesome that he cares enough to get to know the players and, you know, tries to pull in the cultural elements to try to enhance mm-hmm. the, the moment. So that's real cool to hear that. Hey, Cairo, talk about your, uh, your block team here, your, your, uh, your protection team here. I mean, they really did a nice job. Yeah, they came after. They see that on the, on the left side of the – they came pretty good at 72, Eric Fisher. Um, San Diego always had a, a, a really good unit. Um, and man, that, But that's solid right there. The guys lock in pretty quick. Um, and if, as long as you get the ball up um, – there's, I trust that you know they're not going to get too much too much depth from the middle. That if I just get the ball up and uh, I shouldn't worry about it. So pretty solid. And you see the guys. You know you see 87 on the right, um, not really in play to try to block, but still finishing the play. Him and uh, 61, I think it was Mitch Morris. It's like what are these uh, DBs doing trying to jump like this early? I mean, that's that's kind of funny seeing both guys yeah. in the end here try to jump. Maybe he was thinking Travis was going to be a little lower and try to jump off his arm, uh, but I think yeah. Travis caught up, caught on really quick, and and you know gave him a little poke there. You see, um, guy on the left side doing it too with the with the dreads. He's trying to jump off the arms. 
these guys did a really good job with their inside out protect and this guy mm -hmm. even did a good job forming this this c right here i mean this is yeah. great yeah that's solid right there it's, oh. and that nice nice easy steps and just super foot to ball look at that leg lock on your end and keeping the eyes down at contact and letting your exactly. leg do letting your leg and hip do the work yeah i try to kind of stay i think as straight as i could just trying to hit the cleanest ball and um and cut it a little bit um just to kind of spin it more and have it fly straighter because i was worried me being more of a drawer um that the left wind would would take it so i try to kind of emphasize that so i probably stood more upright than i wanted and but the results all that matters so I'm that was a beautiful beautiful kick yeah All right, yeah. so on this this last clip, what I want to do is I, I want to just play the uh, I want to just play the reactions of the the two coaches here first, just for fun. And I don't think Chris has seen this, so it'll be interesting, Chris, to see what what you think is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think happened, Chris? Uh. Probably a fake, I would guess. I, I don't know that. I mean, they give they're both on the same team and they give a different reaction. So I'm gonna right, get some fake go. play. All right, let's watch it. Ah, nice. How much of that was planned versus, or was that a fire play? <laughs> this is this that needs was, to be that, that needs to a, be a meme. Yeah, that was just a, a botched operation, uh, both ways. I guess you could you could say because uh, so to give you guys the full details. Um, it was a thirty-nine yarder that I made, and this was like fourth quarter. We probably had four minutes left um, against the Raiders, and late in the season, um, winning by a touchdown. So I made the kick, thirty-nine yarder. And I think Kelsey on the right had a face mask penalty that, that drew us back um, 10 yards. So now it's a 49-yarder, cold, and winning the game. So maybe let's not take the risk. And we're still on the field, and the ref just kind of backed us, backed us up and just kind of rolled right through. And then our special teams coach from the, the sideline gave me and 42, our sidelines here to our left, and gave me in 42 uh, the signal for a, a play that we we're gonna run, which is a direct snap to the kicker. And since there's no returners back there and we don't wanna risk, let's play the field position and it's too much of a short field for, um, for Colquitt, direct snap to the kicker, I punt it down inside the 10 um, and we you know, survived the game. So, but it was kind of like that, that you know, that telephone game that you play as a kid that I don't know, I forgot the names. It's like you, you tell somebody a phrase and then you pass it on to everyone and then the last person never really gets it. Uh, I think that's what, you know, 42, pass it to the first guy, that's the second guy, and it didn't get to the snapper. Uh, so uh, James snapped like it was a field goal. Me and, and, and Dustin um, knew about it. And so he, he snapped it like a field goal. I'm, I'm over here. You can see me looking at, at James. 
waiting for the ball, but then I see it going to uh, to Dustin, the holder, and so I kind of paused and freaked out, like, oh, my God, what is he going to do? And Dustin just – he was quick to realize, that, oh, I got the ball, Cairo, kick it. And But I didn't know if I should kick it because we're, now we're late. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I just stopped, and then I see two monsters coming at Dustin, and I didn't know if he was going to call fire, so he just flipped it to me, got tackled. <laughs> I I had I think a very good QB awareness in the pocket there to nice realize that in that in that fire call my wing is gonna roll out which is the fullback number forty two I completed my first NFL pass one hundred percent completion rate right there yeah for three yards <laughs> he rolls gets three yards and we fall short of the first down so uh, that was a bummer there but such a, a chaotic moment that you know not many kickers get to complete a pass and uh you know still survive and and, and not lose the game so uh i was uh who's, something who's, that i'll always remember and the big gloves you can see i when it's cold like that in kansas City, i always wore gloves that could probably you know fit two of my hands in there is this uh, a d lineman or a linebacker what, what position player is this what number is he Ninety like something. Thirty-one. Oh, Thirty-one. Uh, that looks right. like a linebacker, huh? Or or maybe a, a strong safety or something. Yeah, but oh my gosh, he looks he looks pretty big. <laughs> so, yeah. Cairo, um, without divulging divulging exactly what was said, uh, what's the first thing the coach kind of? What's the feeling when you get off the sideline or onto the sideline, and they talk to you about what happened? Yeah, I guess the first thing is like, what happened, and. Uh-huh. We both, Dustin and I both go to James and it's like, did you hear the call? And he's like, no, what call? And so we're going to run um, the play that I, I I punt the ball. And he's like, no, I just, I never heard anything. So I just snapped like a field goal. So special teams coach knew exactly. I mean, he understood. I mean, there's one thing I think is if like you, if you, everybody gets the call from the sideline and, and you go on the huddle, and then you go on and execute it. That we had probably no ten seconds from the time I make a field goal. We get the penalty, and realize that uh, now we got to come up with another execution of another plan. And just in that time, you know, half of the team didn't get the call, so it's understandable. And we didn't really get in trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was fun. I mean. Uh, we definitely would love to do this again, you know, maybe in a couple more months if there's a few other clips that you want to do, maybe even pull out some some Tulane footage. It would be cool to, to do this every once in a while. And obviously we hope that everything goes well on your end and your family uh, with, with uh, COVID-19. And, and uh, we can't wait to see, you know, where you're playing at, whether it's a stadium with no fans or fans or social distancing fans. Uh, we just hope that there's a season. We hope that you're kicking somewhere because that we always love watching you and we love following your journey, Cairo. Thank you very much. And uh, I, it was an honor and, and, and pleasure to talk to you guys again. Um, I I wish you guys all the best and I wish you know, all the kickers that, that are going to see this uh, the best too and stay safe. Uh, keep uh, keep working. You, know, you can always go on your own uh, with not people around you and, and to a field and get better. Yeah. Uh, when we're all going to come out of this, uh, I think always learning a little bit about ourselves, right? You know, 
protecting uh, our families or elderly. Sorry, my dog is going nuts. Right now. <laughs> That's the Zoom life these days. I know, right? Sorry. It's all good. Um, we're going to have to cut this for sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, see you guys. Yeah, thanks night. for being on, Cairo. Uh, obrigado. And good luck. Obrigado. Thanks, guys. Nice. All right. Later. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.